association with IPR and competition law. I am Aditya Trivedi, co-founder of this podcast and your host. In this podcast, we discuss intellectual property rights and competition law updates and allied laws and we also invite IPR attorneys, competition lawyers, advocates and researchers in this field as our guests. Let's welcome our esteemed guest for today's episode, Mr. Prantik Mukherjee. Welcome, sir. Thank you. Thank you so much, Aitya. Thank you, sir, for accepting our invite. Let me tell you about our guest. So, Mr. Prantik Mukherjee is a 2021 law He is currently working at NIIT Limited as Senior Executive Data Privacy, Audit and Compliance. He deals with GDPR, US privacy laws, Chinese privacy laws, and security laws and Indian privacy regime. Thank you, sir. So let us start straight away with the questions and interaction. My first question to you is that what are your introductory remarks about the upcoming data protection bill in India? So <clears throat> what I think is that it's great that we are like uh, about to get a comprehensive data privacy law, uh, which was actually st- uh, in talks for a long for a long while. Like uh, it all started back in 2017, I guess 2017-18. We got a first draft to, in 2018 of the PDP bill. Then again, it got amended and it we got, got another st- uh, other amended bill in 2019. But uh, then uh, it uh, suddenly like uh, kind of disappeared. I mean, it, uh, we couldn't find, like uh, we were not like uh, hearing of any kind of consultations or any new updates on that bill. Recently, the Joint Parliamentary Committee has given their recommendations, and we I think uh, most of the legal professionals or the uh, or the professionals who are in this field uh, in the data privacy field they have uh, been uh, like gone through the uh, gone through the act, and I think. Uh, what I like, what I personally think is that, uh, like, uh, like the main purpose of a data a data privacy bill should be the interest of the citizens. What I saw, like, if someone goes through the bill, the, the new the data privacy bill, so what they can understand that it's the the government is focusing much more on national security rather than on uh, interest of the citizens. <coughs> and uh, that I found uh, not very like appealing. I mean, uh, if you can, if you go through GDPR or CCPA or uh, any other privacy laws, all the like even the Brazilian LGPD or even if you uh, go through uh, Chinese privacy law, they have focused uh, the protection of citizens, and they've um, also the like I found the balance in Chinese privacy law that uh, they have focused on citizens' rights, citizens' uh, uh, safety of citizens, and also they have focused on national security too. So uh, the balance should be there, I guess, and. Uh, I think if they, if the government is uh, again regulating for personal data and the non-personal data both, I and mean, it can impact uh, having uh, like a businesses in India because because first of all, uh, complying with uh, only personal data is a very difficult task. Again, you are saying that you have to you have to comply with non-personal data too. You have to uh, make the necessary uh, uh, com- uh, compliance checklists, and uh, we have to basically uh, report to the report to the authorities and all. It becomes a very uh, a great difficult task. Again, when you are basically monitoring every other activity in uh, of foreign national of foreign companies here, you are basically like asking them to basically uh, give out the non give out the non personal data when there's a kind of a need from the government or this if they think government think that there's the necessity that uh, if they are, they are here, they have to give out the non personal data. So I think that might actually impact business uh, business in uh, <clears throat> in some way. 
so binding uh, the bill is basically the they could, i mean still still a long way i mean uh, they they are still in talks i mean they will come up with something in the b- budget session i guess and uh, they are the bill, i think it's uh, open for consultations yes sir the bill is open for consultation and the parliament has passed it yet in the winter session let us hope that it get out in uh, the budget session yes sir coming yes sir we can be optimistic that it can it will be passed in the budget session but uh, but you don't know basically that how like how much time will it take again take to basically pass it so because but uh, if i if you like ask my personal opinion i think the bill should pass as soon as possible because uh, i think you i think many people many people have noticed that the amount of data breaches and uh, and this uh, privacy uh, privacy breaches are happening in the recent past in india i mean the uh, i mean the air india one was there then uh, i mean recently acer india has had its had a huge data breach so if uh, the complaints data bill uh, data privacy bill is not in existence so i think uh, that definitely creates a lot of problem even smaller countries uh, than india like uh, thailand or uh, sri lanka have um, come up with their bill come up with come up with the bill i mean <clears throat> i think sri lanka is in the final stage of uh, final stage of uh, basically enacting uh, enforcing the bill and the thailand has already done it uh, sri lanka uh, singapore has done it in the power in the 2020 back in 2020 i think uh, and that should do it like as soon as possible i think they should focus i think instead of like focusing everywhere i think they should focus on personal data first and uh, they could have done that instead of they, they what they did they basically started covering the like a lot of areas and it basically became a hodgepodge of everything i think uh, let's see like uh, what future brings to us yes sir definitely uh, coming to our next uh, question So, what do you think about uh, innovation in search engine algorithms and the privacy breaches which happens in digital transi- transactions, as we see? Okay, so the thing is that uh, with regard to privacy, in, uh, like innovation in privacy search, search engine, I mean, like and all. So the thing is that uh, so basically, a privacy a search engine to work, you have to basically feed data to it. Okay. So if uh, so if suppose uh, like you have uh, like search something like you have uh, basically uh, you have a query you have searched something in the Google, you have just searched something up in the Google and uh, the Google see and the, and you see that you didn't get um, uh, like uh, any any kind of like uh, your desired results to it or if you are finding the result you are finding it in a very uh, like a like second or third or fourth page of the web, um, of the Google web page so what uh, so what Google does if see if they see that if the the users activities basically based around that question and they are basically a lot of users are like basically seeking that question that what they they will do they will basically put try to put that question up or in the um, in the beginning of the pages or uh, like at least in the uh, in the first three uh, search sites so it basically uh, is that um, innovate like uh, input like in for any data uh, for any kind of search engine to work or any kind of algorithm to work you have to feed data to it So I think that's fine. Uh, that's totally fine. But uh, what we have to see is that uh, it, uh, or any kind of digital transaction also. So in, in uh, during the this uh, digital transactions, I mean, uh, the what what we have to do is like we can be we can be adaptive to new technologies also like blockchain and all. 
I mean, uh, if uh, basically you are, you are like if you are doing any kind of uh, financial transactions or if you are basically just importing uh, data through it, I mean, uh, this people should have option to basically either to basically opt out of any kind of uh, like tracking or anything like that, because uh, like in the, because uh, things are very much strict in Europe, but uh, we have we have noticed that. Uh, much much of the strictness are not uh, there in india and uh, basically india is still basically it's very good it's, very, it's developing digitally and uh, digitally right uh, till now i mean uh, if uh, i mean we, we, are, we are not very much sure that how what uh, india is going to do with, uh, with with the tra- tracking and everything so so what i what i see is that um, everything like so the search engine whatever they're doing is fine because obviously if you do, if you if you don't support uh, innovation if you just uh, basically bind everything by law so everything obviously it will uh, impact uh, the innovation a lot i mean uh, that's uh, what uh, even the uk government uh, uk government said regarding uh, the gdpr that gdpr is basically reactive in nature not proactive in nature so what happens like if, if you know, see that if you uh, if basically you come uh, if you can kind of um, like just uh, bridge uh, like if you don't follow any kind of rules any any of the uh, rules and regulation or if you and don't follow any of the articles in gdpr or if you don't comply with any of the law uh, any of the sections there so basically you see uh, you've seen that gdpr attracts a lot of fine i mean uh, the fines are very basically are, are enormous so also that for that like uh, companies are basically being uh, deterred to like uh, explore new technologies they are not very much uh, like get, getting encouraged to Yeah, explore new avenues. But so what that you what you the government was saying that they were going to like uh, replace this new uh, replace the UK GDPR with a new act which will basically be um, I think that should be the approach. And uh, for uh, for that, um, I think uh, for. So the doing, we have to see that uh, first of all they don't uh, attract any kind of uh, antitrust uh, thing, or uh, and also they just we have to make sure that uh, they are basically uh, uh, adhering to the rights of the citizens. Yes, sir. Adding to the competition law issues in the sector, competition commission in this year also investigated. Well, the case related to Google as well as uh, big tech, including Amazon and Apple. So we will discuss that in the future podcast. But a very important thing to say is that in Bharat Matrimony versus Competition, a uh, Bharat Matrimony case, Competition Commission analyzed the Google search bias as well as in Amazon, Flipkart, e-commerce investigation. They analyzed the concept of self-preferencing. where these platforms they use their own products or they keep their own products or products related to their own uh, uh, retailers on the top so this is not good for competition in section 193 of competition act if we understand the clause f then promotion of technical scientific and economic development by means of production or distribution of goods or provision or services it is a pro competitive factor so uh, i am agreeing with sir that if, if there is innovation in search engine algorithms it is good for competition but if there are privacy breaches and if there is a provision of network effects then it may lead to a huge antitrust breach and then fines have to be levied 
so thirdly talking about uh, cookies feature as we see what exactly is the cookies feature that we see on almost every website we click on is it an antitrust concern or is data an inter- indicator of market power it's an another question so these are two questions <coughs> combined yeah yeah no problem at all so the thing is that uh, so what cookies are cookies are basically a small files basically which helps in uh, enhancing the user experience they basically track the activity of the user they basically see the see that how is the user especially interacting in the website they basically track that and uh, they just uh, try to uh, basically make your experience uh, more fruitful and also so but basically what they what cookies do is that uh, like I think many of you have like seen this thing that if you have searched for a suppose you have searched for a sneaker in uh, Amazon, or you basically have searched for a suppose you have searched for Adidas, in, uh, so you visit the Adidas store in the Adidas website. You basically were looking for some um, jogging shoes and all. So we'll see that uh, when you are whenever you are basically um, uh, opening any other website or if you are like basically opening. Um, just any or you suppose you are just playing a mobile game and suppose this advertisement comes in between you still see that you this associated advertisements come come for you and you will basically be thinking that uh, like uh, how, like how, how how come i get getting this such advertisement and all so because basically because of the cookies basically the cookies what the cookies does is that you just just track your activity and they just uh, understand like it basically stores the data about the um, user interaction with the website so uh, regarding uh, being uh, cookies antitrust uh, so look so cookies are not antitrust in general okay so basically it helps a lot in uh, in uh, in the in a user interface and uh, it basically helps in a lot of uh, like of of a user interaction with the website and actually it's way actually we um, also it, it's a method of uh, like uh, revenue for many of the companies but yeah so like what uh, so like talking about uh, the cookie compliance in uh, gdpr so basically what gdpr does is that uh, they are like has the given rights to citizens to have an opt in and opt out option so if uh, uh, suppose uh, um, i'm i'm a, i'm being a user i don't want my uh, i don't want to just uh, like uh, have uh, like uh, being tracked by the cookies or anything so i can obviously i have an option to Then cookies. Second option is that uh, like every every website in Europe has to have this disclaimer, where they can uh, where the user has a right to basically choose which uh, type of uh, um, cookies can only be collected from them. So basically, there are a lot of type of cookies. The um, strictly necessary cookies are there. Then third party cookies are there. Zombie cookies are there. Marketing cookies are there. So basically, the user has a lot of uh, option, and then also functional cookies are there. There, that's a uh, like functional cookies are a major part of uh, this marketing and uh, ad uh, ad revenue for a lot of uh, companies. So they have this option basically. So they, what uh, they can do is that they can only be either they can just choose that only the strictly necessary cookies can only uh, track their data and tra- track the track their activity, and other uh, others the cookies won't be able to do, do that. Or they what they can do they can obviously go they have the option they can go to the settings and disable the cookies. So it's basically not a way, like a antitrust thing, but yeah, antitrust thing will come up when uh, if you if you are basically using that data like uh, Google was in a uh, scrutiny for that. I mean Google what they did they were basically were just uh, misusing the third party cookies a lot. 
so it was under scrutiny and what they did because of that they were getting a lot of scrutiny they did, what they did they just uh, told that we will remove third party cookies uh, altogether so and this and this big tech companies i think many of you have seen it uh, those who are data privacy professionals or uh, i think those who are interested in data privacy they have seen that uh, these big techs are often in uh, question every, every time i mean they are they come in that you will see that it's a, it's a frequent occurrence that they are basically uh, like uh, meddling with the privacy laws they have been meddling with the citizens rights they are just doing whatever they they are trying to do like they are doing even the scams to case was a was a very big example of it so the thing is that uh, being uh, like uh, having cookies is not anders all together but just uh, if you do misusing it any uh, misusing any any of the cookies so it's basically anti it's a very it's a antitrust thing and uh, talking about like uh, data being a dominant uh, like data bringing dominance uh, in the markets so yeah big uh, so if we, i think you may uh, this uh, the thing thing is that like microsoft linkedin is a big example then uh, uh, facebook my whatsapp is a big example of it i mean so like uh, look data is a new nuclear power now nowadays i mean uh, it be the amount of data you hold the more dominant you are in the market so basically uh, so i think uh, many of you have uh, like i think uh, some of if you are interested in competition i think you have seen that the, comp- the competition commission has said before that we will we won't be meddling with any data privacy issue. but they had to step in uh, back in 2019 and uh, 20 that and also regarding this uh, whatsapp case which happened in the back in the delhi high court so so you have, you have seen that uh, like i think many of many of you know that what's the whatsapp case is all about there it's where the where the favorite facebook was saying that the data from whatsapp will be also going to the all the com- companies of facebook yes and that basically is being antitrust because if those who are big, big companies So suppose I'm a big company. I'm just acquiring a, a small companies, and basically I'm taking, be getting all the data. I, I know I know how the market works, and how I know how how the, what the user wants, and also I know like um, what what like how how the how the user is basically inter interacting in the internet for the past few days. So, and even like this actually happened back in 2000 in uh, with Amazon also. So back in 2000, what Amazon was doing was that. Uh, they had the data of all the all the users in the neighborhood who were basically uh, it basically has a data like how, how much a user usually is willing to pay for a dvd so what they did is just set the price uh, around that and the, and they they saw upscale up in its upscale uh, up in its uh, in its uh, sales and revenue so you can understand like how data can be a dominant thing in the market so it, it basically can um, it basically be a a boon for the big companies but a bane for the smaller companies but uh, the thing is that um, but the thing is that like uh, the uh, <clears throat> so for uh, for having a symbiosis symbiosis and also um, uh, things to work properly i think uh, every uh, every uh, like uh, the sector the sect, uh, sectoral regulators and also the uh, also the regulators in general should go like should go hand in hand while regulating regulating the any kind of specific issues just like if this comes competition the thing is coming up to the data protection authority and the cci cci should work hand in hand or if there is a issue with the for the banking transactions or the security in banking transactions i think the the rbi and the data protection authority should work in hand in hand so i think that they should symbiotic link should should be there so that 
everything goes well and also we have to understand that if the rights rights of the citizens or if the data of the, if uh, there is a data, data a major data breach which is affecting the citizens of the uh, citizens of the of a country i think that can uh, that can that we can uh, that also can be um, pointed towards a big national security uh, threat i think uh, the, uh, <clears throat> i think if the government is uh, is in uh, is at par with this uh, like uh, is at par with uh, citizens right and national security then i think that that will be fine or else it will casually cause a lot of problem but uh, what we have to see is that uh, i think the, the because the things are changing at a rapid pace i think the uh, cci should uh, bring new regulations or uh, new amendments so that it can also uh, cover non pricing uh, non pricing aspect of competition because the data and all are basically non pricing aspect of competition law yes sir and i think uh, I, and i think we should basically uh, i think the data protection authority should uh, give some uh, slack to the small and medium scale industries also i think uh, uh, that's uh, that is uh, that is actually very necessary right now and also also that um, and also i think uh, like the big companies should uh, Has, uh, I think the big company should be monitored very uh, minutely so that uh, their activities being tracked. And also, we have to be. I think uh, the first thing which, which we have to do is that uh, people should be very much data aware. I mean, uh, their data education should be a thing in our country. I mean, because I think most of the people in India don't know like what what is data privacy or what are the data rights. What what is Article Twenty of our Constitution? And I think that that should be there. Yes, just, like technical kind stuff. Of, big companies yes sir so uh, what do you think about uh, social media publishers and intermediaries their role which was recently tabled in the pdp report what was it mentioned what's their role what's their responsibility okay so the so be uh, so in the in this uh, recent jpc uh, report so what we have witnessed is that this uh, social media intermediaries will be considered as publishers basically because the what the report like what the government thinks is that this uh, the social medias are basically are in in control of the content they know what they are publishing and uh, they know they have they can have they have full control over what to publish and not to publish so they think that it's they should be considered as uh, considered as publishers rather than just uh, intermediaries so but i think uh, there uh, some kind of uh, slack should be can, can be given to basically personal messaging apps like whatsapp or uh, uh, or signal i guess but i think uh, still but i think whatsapp may might be in scrutiny because i think um, you know i think uh, this uh, feature is there in whatsapp where uh, status and all so i think people can see and all that and but the government is still not clear whether they will be considering uh, Whether they will be considering just um, like uh, those uh, like putting up status or putting up stories in uh, Instagram as uh, publishing, because basically we are doing it. Uh, yeah, basically uh, people can obviously uh, like report any kind of, uh, but report any kind of um, like uh, if they see that if the status is not again if the status is anti-national or uh, or basically harming any uh, sentiments of people. so i think it uh, it is true for Insta- instagram but i don't think it's uh, quite much true for uh, whatsapp so i think uh, uh, like uh, this loophole is there for these uh, um, 
apps too because uh, uh, because uh, first of all yeah i mean uh, you can like like uh, you can you can obviously uh, like being uh, like putting up status and all this uh, part of publishing but obviously then uh, but obviously we can be considering uh, whatsapp as an intermediary because whatsapp doesn't doesn't have any control over the thing i'm putting up in status but instagram does have instagram do, does have that thing so uh, like basically i think that this thing will be uh, i think that this is uh, this thing will be in talks and again the co- committee said that the, the uh, separate uh, body will be uh, made which were, which is basically be handling uh, actually at par with the uh, press council of india and uh, which will basically monitoring uh, the social media uh, the act, uh, any social, like monitoring the um, activities in social media and see that the social media is comply again it also stated that the all the social media companies have to have a office in, in uh, india so or to operate to so that to operate in india so i think uh, uh, i think that it's uh, actually pretty fine because the amount of uh, toxicity which is being portrayed in social media nowadays i think it should be in control because i think uh, the uh, the current youth is basically being influenced a lot by social media people are uh, uh, turning towards hate rather than uh, like um, like like making peaceful amendments with uh, other people i think uh, social media play big, plays a big part in it i think that's uh, i think that that's fine support i'm saying very much big support of uh, having a proper comp- uh, compliance structure and also proper um, regulatory body in but i think uh, when we are talking about this i think the uh, but it, i mean so the bill is still not very much clear or the report is very much not clear about uh, like uh, in, in case of privacy issues and all like uh, who will be handling that i mean will it be basically the data protection authority or the new body which will be formed for the social media intermediary or like uh, or even get case of libel or slander case uh, will it be the so data protection authority or the social media or the new social newly formed social media or media body which will be basically handling that kind of issue because you know recently in uh, two days back in uk what happened is that uh, it was the first time uh, like uh, the first like uh, for like in first like first time it has happened that a uh, gdp uh, regulation was brought against a libel case so what happened is that the like uh, israeli man was uh, basically uh, an israeli businessman uh, who is based out of york uk was subject to a uh, like a like a, was subject to a kind of um, like derogatory remarks fire whereby very popular very very popular media group where they basically uh, Uh, in the in the news report they basically talked about his uh, biometric data and uh, not his exactly by his biometric data his uh, health and uh, and his uh, past uh, medical record so he was basically basically he was very obviously he was very furious and he uh, filed a case in the appellate court and uh, and by the and the and the first time it was it happened that the gdpr suit gdpr regulation was well, like uh, gdpr suit was brought out against a media company on a libel case so i think that this kind of unique cases should also be handled properly yes sir definitely we have to evolve our data privacy currently i cannot say that we have any data privacy regime we are still waiting for the act but yes we have some provisions of until this it act as well as constitutional provisions like article 21 
so we have a lot to cover or uh, say uh, on a comparative basis with respect to gdpr or us data privacy laws we have a lot to cover so uh, so do you think uh, that upcoming bill or the existing legal framework in india is resolving the issues of data privacy or will resolve the issues so look uh, like talking about a pdp bill i think pdp will uh, be able to solve a lot of problems but it will not completely eradicate every other problem of data privacy we are having for that we have to have a very active uh, data protection authority and also the uh, i think there is a uh, i think there will be a need of good legal professionals and also data privacy professionals who will be basically be helping in implementing this and also bringing out new amendments and changes as per, i mean uh, with the new uh, as per the as per the need in the society but i think uh, what what i think of the new regime is that uh, obviously it was not uh, like the new legal regime was not very much enough to basically handle every other data privacy case i mean that's why i think uh, we we brought out this pdp bill in the first place so the uh, like what what we have is that uh, obviously the the court to summary judgment we paved the way for us for us to have a comprehensive data privacy law for the need of having a comprehensive data privacy law but uh, what what we see about it act uh, like obviously read along with the spdi rules and also the uh, constitutionality of uh, of privacy like uh, the article 20 right to life and personal liberty so i think it's uh, just uh, basing on that i think it's not enough because uh, the IT, even though it's uh, uh, even though the spdi rules is uh, was uh, like uh, enacted back in 2011 but still it's not enough to basically handle every other data privacy thing and uh, i think mean, the main problem with the spdi rules like a, a lot of problems was there with the spdi rules i mean first of all the the rules to, like the rules don't apply to, uh, to any corporation out based out of india then again uh, like the scope of the, uh, the scope of definition of the sensitive person information was uh, not wide enough it was not covering everything then basically it uh, so then another problem uh, was that uh, it is basically it was not recognizing the rights of the data providers such like uh, what we see in the gdpr like the right to be forgotten data portability objection to right marketing and profiling then uh, i think that should, that things should be there then also uh, i think with, as you were talking about data privacy or data protection authority spdi rules was mentioning about any of the data protection authority what they were mentioning is that of a grievance officer that they should that a company should appoint, uh, appoint a grievance officer and they like that and basically the grievance officer will but there was no like mentioned like there's nothing mentioned about the qualification of a grievance officer like who should be the grievance officer how how they should be appointed what are the minimum qualifications to be maintained then again obviously the, uh, the a privacy bill is made, like based on consent so consent is also also not clearly defined so i think a lot of problem was there with the spdi rules and i think that uh, i think that was the first uh, like main thing why we brought out this uh, pdp bill but uh, but uh, i mean not i'm uh, not very much uh, like satisfied in few of the aspects because uh, as you can as you will see in gdpr or uh, ccpa or uh, even um, even the japanese privacy law the appi act on protection of personal information so they they have some they have given some slack to the small and medium scale industries through so i think that that should be there i mean uh, the, the this current uh, pdp bill is not doing that i mean but what we see about the regime is that uh, 
we are basically uh, moving towards a very uh, we are moving towards a way being a dominant dominant uh, being a dominant state in the privacy domain i think if you are like trying to uh, like if you if you are very very successful in uh, handling non personal data and also come like in also basically like uh, bringing out a regulation for uh, complying with non personal data i think if you can do that pro- properly i think we can be uh, like uh, we can set an example for other countries even for europe to have uh, like consider uh, like uh, com- to consider basically uh, regulating non personal data too so this is what i think yes sir thank you for your remarks and they are really helpful to our audience as well as me uh, being a competition law enthusiast so we have to understand the data analytics and the data privacy issues in competition law as well my last two questions are uh, like a little bit informal i can say firstly i want yeah. to ask you what is uh, uh, what is your advice to young professionals who are aiming towards a career in data privacy okay <laughs> so basically the thing is that uh, data privacy is a such a field like where you have to have a technical knowledge too and also the you have to have a knowledge of the legal thing definitely so if you are very much interested in data privacy make sure that you are just not uh, basically just reading the law and just uh, like yeah, that uh, yeah this is a controller this is a processor this is they, they will do this they will do that just try to take understand also the technology behind like how the things how things are working because you will need that because when you when we any like where we are when we do a privacy audits or when we do basically complying with uh, uh like uh, when we do the compliance work of various clients so we have to basically understand that uh, how the things are working behind in the in the back end so i think uh, the project what program professionals can do if they are very much interested in privacy they should also read uh, alongside apart from uh, data privacy they should read the technology behind it obviously they should read uh, the read blockchain they should uh, t- they should read about uh, AI, artificial intelligence too so it can help help them in grow, help them grow as a data privacy professional a good data privacy professional because the technology obviously the technology is changing i think every other decade now we are seeing a lot of uh, technological advancement obviously the more the technological advancement is there the more the, there is a risk of having a, a privacy breach so if the if the youth is basically ready of uh, like uh, this new uh, ready of this new and and they are basically baby uh, are aware of this new technologies i think that will uh, actually help them uh, grow as a professional and also uh, what i want to say is that just uh, read a lot go like uh, linkedin is the best i mean I was, when i was a student i was basically going through um, linkedin or i was like calling every other data privacy professional around the world from india to uh, europe to even us i was following uh, everyone so i was basically they were posting uh, they used to post articles they used to they post small questions they used to post uh, their opinions on something so i used to read that i was do i was very i used to also make notes of that so please just do that i think uh, and uh, so if you love love this profession if you love, and if you are very much interested for that i think you should have a full commitment towards it and also try to, and also look uh, so try to also read associated laws with it like the comp- companies law the competition law is there then obviously but the banking law is a very it's a major area here the banking law i mean a lot if you are um, so if you are in uh, like the fintech area to the fintech area has uh, fintech also has some aspects of data privacy so so just uh, have have a th- like have a thorough understanding of every other law because it uh, it will actually help you uh, 
grow as a professional and also be a be a significant member to the data privacy community yes sir thank you for your advice and my last question is how to uh, create awareness about data education or you say data privacy issues in public india because uh, apart from the educated youth and professionals of the country the public is not demanding data privacy bill because firstly they are not aware of all these things and when we talk about these issues in our home also then nobody is well aware of the issues people are now also clicking on terms and conditions without reading them people are buying phones which have pre-installed softwares which might contain viruses or maybe uh, unsolicited uh, uh, softwares which are not necessary are various uh, uh, platforms which might not be healthy with respect to data privacy so we need a very strict uh, reform as well as awareness because unless uh, and until the public demands the bill then uh, the passing by parliament will not uh, make it a very significant move what do you think yeah so look um... so our like our primary education all starts from us from school okay so if uh, basically it, uh, if it starts from school at least new generation will be aware of like their data rights and everything uh secondly uh, regarding the mass majority in our in our country basically for the for them it's basically will be a humongous task for us to basically educate every other citizen because like it's not fair for for urban citizens it will be fine but for the rural, people who are in the rural area they don't know what data privacy is all about what is data protection bill uh, we feel like try to under, make them understand they will be like what what, what the hell it is it so what we have to do is that um, the media will play a big role here so media have to basically uh, make sure that they that they, that um, that the people are being made understood about their privacy rights even i think uh, privacy rights are very uh, farfetched thing i'm talking about i mean i'm ta- even they even i think many people don't know uh, like the like what are the fundamental rights so i think uh, we first of all i think people should first know what the like what the fundamental what are the fundamental rights what the constitution talk uh, how the con- like uh, constitution gives them a like uh, provide them with the, all the all the all the rights and basically then i think uh, this uh, data uh, data rights we are being talk, can be talked about because it's uh, like uh, it's a basically a very difficult task. but yeah we can what we can do we can start with uh, like school in, from school uh, school level we can basically educate from in the, like uh, in the college in the in the college or intermediate level and then again uh, or like trainings can be provided to corporate uh, corporates and uh, also uh, media can media can basically uh, talk about like have discussions and they can talk about the data data rights of its citizens i think that's how people can know about it, but like uh, uh, like for be like every other citizen to know about their uh, data rights i think it will be a still a humongous task and it will be still be a, it will take actually a lot of time i guess until as every other citizen is contributing to it It's a very true. Uh, we hope that we have a successful data privacy regime in India. Let this bill be passed very soon, and uh, apart from passing it from Parliament, let us hope that the authorities will be created 
on time and implementation implementation is done on time so thank you sir for this session for your insightful um, observations and suggestions and help us with understanding data privacy and some of its aspects with competition law thank you sir thank you thank you so much it was really nice thank you Thank you.